Welcome to a new TLGH podcast. My name is Liang Q. Today we'll be speaking with Dr. Dinesh Nupain, discussing the topic of a community lifestyle intervention set in Nepal for reducing blood pressure. Dr. Nupain's article, Effectiveness of a Lifestyle Intervention Led by Female Community Health Volunteers versus Standard Care in Blood Pressure Reduction, an open-label cluster randomised trial, is in the January 2018 issue of The Lancet Global Health. A very warm welcome to you, Dr. Nupain. Thank you very much, Liam Well, just to get us started, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. I did my PhD from Aarhus University, Denmark. My PhD project was about community-based management of hypertension in Nepal. Currently, I'm working as a non-communicable disease postdoctoral research fellow at Global Health Research Center at Duke Kunshan University in China. I'm also founding chairperson of Nepal-based NGO called Nepal Development Society, which focuses on research, innovation, and development. Uh, my primary interest is to explore the potential role of community health workers for prevention, control, and treatment of emerging non-communicable diseases in low- and middle-income countries. Right, and it sounds like the study you've done here is completely aligned with your research interests. So, for the study, you're looking at a lifestyle intervention relying on recruiting female community health volunteers to reduce blood pressure, and this was done in Nepal. Can you give us a rundown about what led you to undergoing this study and why this was so important to look at for you and your colleagues? Hypertension is the leading modifier factor for cardiovascular disease and premature death. Every year, over 10 million people die from high systolic blood pressure. Over 85% of these deaths occur in low- and middle-income countries, and majority of these deaths can be easily prevented. However, the prevention, control, and treatment of high blood pressure has not gained enough attention from government, policymakers, donors, and academicians. We see a tremendous potential of involving frontline community health workers for addressing this problem. Nepal is among the few low-income countries which achieved the target related to maternal and child health of the Millennium Development Goals. This was possible because Nepal has a very strong community health worker program. Uh, in Nepal, there are over 50,000 female community health volunteers working across the nation. Uh, that is why we hypothesized that screening and providing lifestyle intervention by these female community health volunteers would decrease in blood pressure at population level. Prior to this study, we did feasibility studies engaging different stakeholders, including government, local municipalities, female community health volunteers, which provided a strong foundation to implement this large cluster randomized controlled trial through existing government healthcare delivery system. Right, so it sounds like you were very well set up for this study. 
Let's talk a bit about the findings now. Your report states that there was actually a 4.9 millimetres mercury reduction in the systolic blood pressure in hypertensive participants who underwent this intervention. It's seemingly a small drop at first glance, but how clinically significant is this finding? Our study has a high clinically significant importance. There are many hard evidences from other studies indicating that even a small decrease in blood pressure at population level leads to significant decrease in cardiovascular morbidity and mortality. For example, a 5 millimeter mercury reduction in systolic blood pressure translates to a 14% decrease in stroke mortality, uh, 9% decrease in coronary heart disease mortality, and 7% decrease in all-cause mortality. Uh, likewise, the genetic modeling study showed that a 10 millimeter mercury reduction of systolic blood pressure is expected to decrease coronary heart disease by 45%. That is why our intervention has a profound impact on health of the population, as well as the related quality of life, productivity, and health cost of the communities. So that's indeed an important finding then. You also found that after one year of this intervention, there was a significant reduction in blood pressure in not only those hypertensive, but also those who had normal blood pressures as well. What's the impact of these findings and what would they mean for what we should target for future interventions? For highlighting this, this is indeed a very important finding of our study. Management of blood pressure should not be limited to those classified as hypertensive. It is important to keep blood pressure under control for everyone. Uh, this will significantly reduce the new cases of hypertension which will ultimately prevent morbidity, disability, and mortality. And thus, people will live longer, better, and more productive. Uh, as you can see from our study, that the risk of having new cases of hypertension is 53% higher in our control group compared to our intervention group. That means we are preventing many possible new cases of hypertension by targeting an intervention for the healthy people. Uh, what we have achieved was possible because even healthy people in the intervention group were adopted better healthy lifestyle compared to our control group. And also for this study, you measured the change in the proportion of the participants with risk factors uh, from before and after the intervention, and you measured variables like current smoking status, heavy alcohol consumption, high salt intake, and interestingly, these weren't actually uh, significantly different in the change before to after the intervention. Could you tell us a bit about why this might be the case, even though we saw a drop in blood pressure? Although there were no significant changes when looking at one risk factor at a time, uh, minor changes in which risk factors may lead to a synergetic effect resulting in the drop in blood pressure in a realized settings. Our study was not powerful enough to see the effect on individual risk factors. So for the research are needed 
to understand which lifestyle and component may have contributed most to the outcome. It is important to note that measuring and classifying individual risk factors in a real-life setting is difficult because communities and people's lives are complex and do consist of a multitude of conditions and risks in combinations. Uh, that is why when we are demonstrating a combined real-life effect, this is very promising and inspire us to continue what we are doing. Clearly, the results of the study are valuable in guiding future lifestyle interventions for blood pressure, but there's always more work to be done, and I'm talking about looking at long-term follow-up of these individuals or the sustainability of the intervention. Uh, are these particular areas that you're looking into, and what other research do you think needs to be done for looking at how effective these interventions really are? Our study has a great potential to scale up and replicate in other settings which have a strong network of community health workers. Many low- and middle-income countries have a strong community health worker program. In Nepal alone, there are over 50,000 female community health volunteers. Imagine if one female community health volunteer prevents just one cardiovascular disease, we could easily prevent over 50,000 cases of cardiovascular diseases. This does not only translate on preventing deaths and disabilities, but also saving costs associated with treatment and surgeries. As you rightly pointed, there is always much left to do in this field. For example, further studies are needed to explore the effectiveness of using community health workers to treat patients with hypertension at the community level. Uh, likewise, a longer follow-up duration with hard outcomes and large sample size will help to see if this blood pressure reaction that we have achieved can be sustained or not in the long run. What it will be, although there is more work to be done in the future, we believe that this community approach empowering local human resources is a way forward to improve health conditions in low resource settings. Great. So it sounds like there's still some work to be done, but uh, Dr. Newpain, your article here would be very useful in guiding the way lifestyle interventions are implemented in the future, in particular for low and middle income countries. So that's all we have time for, Dr. Newpain. I think we'll wrap it up here. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very much.